Okay, so yeah, this is um, the start of our brand new podcast, uh, the Creators Collective podcast, um, and I'm here today with Rosemary, Hello. who is going to be co-hosting uh, this podcast with me as we go on a little journey, talking to some different people who are part of our community about what they do and what creativity looks like for them and how their faith interacts with that really. So Rosemary, what are you, what are you most excited about for this podcast? It's, it's hearing how people live outside of you know where we don't get to see them um apart from like small conversations in the week and i always find it so interesting when you ask these questions i think it came out of the panel interview we did when we were launching eden and asking people about how they were creative what the process was and i learned so much about people that people i'd known for years actually and i hadn't known what the outworking was so i'm really looking forward to um sort of seeing kind of those quite concrete processes actually because everyone's very specific and technical in the way yeah, they they, they live it yeah. out and have such expertise that they probably don't realize they're living out because it's it's sort of second nature to them um so that's yeah something i'm yeah to. and that's right because it was that when we saw that discussion isn't yeah. it and when we when we were like sitting there listening to those discussions and it was actually like you're right there were these people who big part of our community and actually it's interesting we often never talk about a lot of those things with them um, about their work and such mm-hmm. as much as we you know as much as we could and there was so much wisdom and so much um really useful information and stuff that they shared with us um and it was just it was really we got, i think i got a lot out of it out of that discussion i think i learned a lot but also it was also just really interesting really interesting to get to know them better and i think yes. it really helps us with our relationships with the people in our community to be able to get a little bit more insight into what they're doing what their yes. work looks like um, because we see each other on a Sunday or we see each other at like a gathering yeah. and um, yeah we have chats and stuff about it but like to actually yeah go really deep into what they do and what their process looks like and um, what their work looks like and how that reacts to you know the different things in their life it's just going to be Definitely. super interesting and yeah. um, we've got some great people lined up absolutely and and I love kind of the the way faith gets integrated into that and kind yeah. of lived out and uh, I love thinking about how kind of as Christians it's it's really holistic it's not just a one day thing or one specific activity it's everything and yeah. kind of seeing examples of that is so encouraging it's really sort of sort of faith building to hear about plus I like hearing about sort of the obstacles to creativity because yeah. I think there's a lot that um, even though somebody might be working in a completely different area there are commonalities there and uh, kind of learning to be shared around that obstacles but also what spurs people on what gets people um, moving in in a creative direction that is is really interesting definitely yeah and I think it's going to be great to to really dive into you know what creative looks like for different people as you say what inspires them what gets them going what's led them on their journey to where that now mm. it's going to be really interesting to see you know what was the thing that started people on their journey of you know the career or the creative work that they do and also I think I'm really eager to see um just how creativity pops up in places unexpected as well how we often would be like oh I didn't realize that this person in this job or in this industry uses so much creativity and I think that's the thing it's something that like isn't this separate thing but it's something that just goes infiltrates every part of our lives Mm -hmm. and it's something that you know can be present in every aspect of us as a community as individuals it can you know spread across our lives in different ways and interact with us in different ways and so I'm really excited to just hear more and more about the places that creativity showing up and the places that we're using that um, and the places that God is using us um, yes. to, throughout creativity to have an yeah. impact on this world. 
um, it's going to be really interesting. Very exciting, and um, yeah, definitely that kind of um, yeah, it's it's the way things kind of grow as well. I love hearing about the processes yeah. and um, hearing people's reasons for making different decisions, all of that. Yeah, I think that's true. Like the way people grow is going to be really interesting to see because. Um, I think a lot, I mean, hopefully, like, there'll be a lot, lot of people listening to this and hopefully you might be listening to this and you've been doing, in a creative industry professionally for years and that's amazing. Or you might be listening to me like, actually, I'd love to get into photography. I've never picked up a camera before. And I think that's the thing is that it's really cool to be able to have these people who often we might know as being, like, really um, incredible creatives and yes. they've been in their industry for years. And actually to go back to their start, where did they start from? Um, you know, what was the place that they started from? Actually, we all started from that place of, someone's not there much not yeah, doing much and yeah. just to see the different journey that people went on how yeah. did they grow to where they're at today and how do they want to grow going forward because yes. that's the exciting thing that god really wants us to use our gifts and he wants to grow those i think god i think that god gives us a gift and gives mm. us a gift of creativity um but then it's kind of also a bit up to us to like actively grow and actively mm. get better at and to to develop those skills that god's given us so it's definitely god does give us those gifts but it's also kind of up to us a little bit to, to, to be active and trying to grow and improve um, and to go on the journey that God's God's willing to lead us on. And so I think it's going to be really interesting to see how people are yes, doing that, how they're yeah. growing in their gifts and how they're yeah. going on that journey and what's the journey, different journeys that God's taking yeah. on. And the surprising ways people are creative, because I guess you've yeah. got some people we know who are professional creatives. Yeah, others who the obvious like, stuff like, yeah. oh, I'm an artist, oh, yes. I'm a graphic yeah. designer, yeah. or I'm a photographer or yeah. whatever, but yeah. And the hobbyists, you've got people yeah. that are doing creative bits on the side, but then there's, um, I don't know, you just realise some people, you, you can know them for a little while and then suddenly, oh, you do this extra thing, yeah. or you do that, this is what you're passionate yeah. about. Those yeah, things. or they'll be like, and even people that you know, like, so you yeah. might know someone who's like a professional designer, but then like, oh, I've got this hobby doing this, yes. and you're like, oh, I have yeah, no idea that yeah. you're also doing also this doing incredible yeah. thing and I think that's yeah. that's the exciting thing about when we think about creativity it's such a big word that actually can mean lots of things and I think it's important to just remember that it's something that can be a part of lots of different aspects of our lives and mm. whether that's something we do more as a hobby and stuff that that is equally as important and equally contributes to what we do professionally and I think yeah. it comes down to a question of identity as well like we often yes. cap put our identity into these this work or thing that we're doing and stuff I actually did maybe step back and think about that's not necessarily completely who I am, it's a part of who I am, but mm. it's not completely who I am. And we do all, all these other parts of our lives and we have all these other relationships and other things going on in our lives that we might be even sometimes more passionate about than what we're mm. doing for our professional work. Um, and so I really hope that this podcast can explore those things as well that people are doing. Yeah, yeah exciting stuff. <laughs> um, cool, that was, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be Me such a good too. podcast. Yeah. And uh, But I think I think it'd be really useful just for listeners just to have, a, I mean, we'd love to talk about by yeah. ourselves like yes. just yeah. before we dive yeah. into talking to all these yeah, other people about good. their what they do yeah. and their creativity and what god calls them to do it's like so do the rosemary intro i can that? do my thing so um i do stand-up comedy um i've been doing that um for like kind of a year and a half just over a year and a half so i started um in one of the lockdowns quite a long lockdown sort of doing zoom gigs and then moved into kind of live stuff once the pandemic restrictions lifted uh so i gig quite regularly on the open mic circuit in london around london as well and i'm starting to do gigs in brighton and trying to kind of reach different audiences as well because I think London is a very specific place to do comedy um, and, and at the moment I'm really working on building up more material just having yeah. kind of longer sets of material to to do so I think when we've talked before like the writing of it yeah. where we've sat and kind of tried to write uh, trying to get 
better writing habits always yeah. always working on trying to write and balancing that with performing mm-hmm. um and juggling the rest of life around that because i think with stand-up comedy it's quite quite a specific and niche thing to do so it's all evening gigs it's quite late finishes um it's uh it's a little bit different at this point a lot of the early stuff is just balancing nerves trying to get the nerves uh kind of down um but that's yeah i would say that's kind of my main way of making how did you start off that because it's it's like it's it's something obviously everyone knows that (laughs) stand-up comedy is a thing and we enjoy it we watch a lot of it and stuff actually it's really just it's i don't know maybe you might disagree but it's not the kind of thing that you hear people saying I'm going to be a stand-up comedian or I'm going to like and also it's quite a big step I guess to do that first performance and so like what was it that made you think actually I'm going to go and I'm going to go to this open mic night and I'm going to do something honestly it wasn't a thing of sometimes people will ask and think oh have you always wanted to do it and I always say no because I haven't it only came it was 2019 it was the Christmas uh, that sort of it's a bit of a long story, but it's a, essentially I went to a gig and saw some stand-up comedy, and I just knew I've got to do this. Mm. I can't say any more than that. It wasn't, it wasn't even I wouldn't even use the word intuition. I just yeah. watched it, and I was really like, "Oh, this is so good." And it wasn't a, it wasn't a very famous gig. It was a little gig in Angel. Nobody uh, very uh, like high profile. Yeah. They're not even pro comedians, but there was something about maybe it was the smallness of it, kind of the acoustics and mm. just the the atmosphere that was created and just wanting to try and then but I knew I was going to be serious about it because even then I'd thought about okay, how will I juggle it with work and I was already making some plans about shifting work around so I could make the time for comedy so it was, I don't know it's interesting because I just sort of knew but yeah. then Christmas happened New Year happened the pandemic hit so 2020 I didn't do anything right. but yeah. it just, I, it just yeah. stayed it stayed with me and then I got to the end of 2020 and I was like oh I didn't do it, but I really... You still wanted to do it. And I guess, in a way, that yeah. might have been a bit helpful. It wasn't... Because I guess if you've done, like, gone through, the, like, you know, the yes. whole year of the pandemic yeah. and at the end of it, you still wanted to do it, it's, it's not like a passing yeah. thing that you saw some comedy and like, oh, yeah, that looks fine, I want to give that go. But actually, it was a bit more of a lasting I kind I just... I knew I was going to do it. It wasn't a fear thing. So yeah. sometimes I'll talk to other comics and they'll say they've wanted to do it for ages, but the fear stopped them. For me, mm. it wasn't that. It was the pandemic just turned everything yeah. in my life upside down and then I had to adjust everything and I got to the December of the end of that year and I thought okay this next year I've got to do it so then the following year we went into a very big lockdown and I um, just made a few arrangements and got, I, got, I got to meet some really great people mm. and uh, start I think it was easier to start on Zoom because <laughs> the yeah. nerves are easier to manage so I was just yeah. had like my screen my post-it notes all around I didn't have to memorize it was just managing nerves to do to do that and then gradually just built up yeah essentially built up to doing live stuff um and that time it was very fruitful actually it was really fruitful to be writing and working out how to perform and then going into doing it and then once I started when you're starting the honeymoon period kicks in so I just really loved it initially yeah. so the the nerves weren't so much of a thing it's oh I really love it I'm going to do this yeah. and at that point you need a honeymoon period because it is it is really hard it is really yeah. hard to keep going so you need to have that sort of new passion about doing something that makes you feel really motivated mm. and really happy and I was really happy to be meeting people yeah. going to lots of gigs um keeping making new connections as well that was really so that and then yeah momentum builds because once you start yeah. doing a few you hear about others you kind of go to a gig you perform and then afterwards you work on your set to make it better for next time so it yeah. builds itself once you get the momentum going mm.
I like that phrase, honeymoon period. Yeah, I've never thought about yeah. that in terms of like creativity or whatever, like things that we do are passionate about or something like that. But I think that's yeah. really true. There's definitely like when you start doing something, it's definitely in that period. And I think, yeah, you're really enjoying it, you're loving it, it's going really well, and like you're passionate and it's new mm. and it's exciting and stuff. And as you say, I think that's really, as you say, it's really important. I think it's yeah. really important for motivating us and stuff. Um, but like, after that how did you because yes, well, I, I think I'm thinking yeah, back there are three yeah. different things and I'm like there's so many things that I started and I really yes, enjoyed yeah. and then they just kind of stopped Absolutely. and like you know I've got like I got really into this for yeah. like a few months and yeah. I was doing it and I was loving it I was like this is it this is the best thing ever this is what I'm going to do yeah. um, but then you kind of like I don't know something happens that's and you need to stop. so like that's after that period ended, really what because you're still doing it now it's like, like yeah. so I would say I, the phase I'm at now is I'm coming out of the honeymoon period I'm, I'm looking at the reality and the cost of it um the practical financial time costs and that is now kicking in so um you need a honeymoon period because you have to be really naive and like stupidly in love with something yeah. to follow through now i'm at the point where i'm having to build uh discipline habits um it, the, the sobering look on it so i'm i'm looking at people who are a bit ahead of me and uh, thinking okay this might have to be a 10 15 year plan so some of the comics you see on tv that are called new comedians they've been going 10 years yeah. so from my point of view they're not new at all they're really established but they're, they're new from a tv point of view and uh yeah being really realistic about that what are the costs of that what's what's it going to mean for my social life what's it going to mean for my sleep what's it going to yeah. mean for even just my finances a lot of the gigs i'm doing uh, are free so yeah. i'm not i'm not making money in fact i'm losing money if yeah. you think about it so um, it's, I see it as a kind of serious hobby. That's how I sort of see it. But that means I don't have room for other hobbies. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's something that's now become quite exclusive. Um, and I'm at the point now where it's not just adrenaline. I've got to build better material. Yeah. I can see where some jokes don't work. How do I make that better? How do I become a better comedy writer how do i fuel myself mm-hmm. to keep going it can be really demoralizing so there are some you know good good gigs bad gigs some gigs will make people want to quit and that's why they do quit there are a lot of people that start comedy that then drift in and out of it and sometimes just drop it completely um community helps so building building really good connections with people keeps yeah. me going and i guess through with that honeymoon period you're building those networks and so yes, you're saying you're meeting yeah, new people and i think yeah. that's probably a really important part of what you're doing is to build yes, those relationships yeah. and connections so. and i would say also uh the non-comedy stuff yeah. getting that really solid as well so i'm really lucky to be in a really a good church have a yeah. good church community you know friends family um stable job as well like stable income that helps all of these other bits that build your life help you with your creativity help yeah. to um sort of add the perspective you need yeah. That's really cool. So, like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. in a way, it's like it is a big decision to make, I guess, once you decide that you're going to take that seriously. Because, like you say, you're yeah. like, it becomes like your main hobby. It becomes yes, such a big yeah. part of your life. Um, like, what would you say has been like, though, so far? What has been like the high? What was the moment when you're like, yes, this is, I'm loving this. It's, this is yeah. what I was, this is what I was made to do. It's, is... it's so interesting because I, I would say, like, looking back on it now, I can see it in this way. And then it's such a big, thing but in the moment it just feels like moments it is just making decisions in the moment like okay i'm gonna do this then i'm gonna do this and then you look back and i've done a year of this i've done oh it's this is this is actually real now and even at the beginning you're like oh i can't really call myself a comic i'm not a comic i do a bit of comedy and then you realize no i can say i'm a stand-up comedian because i'm standing up doing comedy what was the point where that switch just interrupt because like obviously one of the things that we want to talk about in this podcast is the imposter syndrome kind of thing was there one because you were saying at first you didn't consider yourself a comic now you would say that you are yeah Yeah. so like 
can, is it, was it just a slow process or was know. there a moment when it kind of switched? I think there was definitely a moment where I could see other people who were doing their first gig or their third gig and I'm I'm now I've done at this point I've done over 140 mm, so right. they're talking to me and asking me for things and then I'm like oh okay somehow things shift so I'm not at this point yeah. on the ladder anymore I'm here and so that's when you know it's okay there is some momentum I've done a bit I can advise a bit I can speak about different things and also the space in the community so where now I can give input on gigs I can give feedback I can say things that affect what's happening on stage so that I don't know if that happened in a moment but gradually you realize something and then you take a moment you realize oh no I this is it this is my life this is this is what I'm building Mm. so it never felt like a crystallized moment but just now when I look back I'm like okay no this but you do feel comfortable now in saying I'm a comic I think so I definitely still get imposter syndrome I definitely still get um there are times I feel like I can be my own harshest critic I think a lot of people can you look at your own stuff and you think oh this isn't working at all what am I doing but it's really heartening because other people don't ever say that to me people are very people are kind people are positive you'd be I'm surprised at that I'm always surprised at kind of um comics and non-comics Christians and non-Christians who are really encouraging to me so so then I have to take heart from what other people are saying to me even when I feel this is awful I have to think but no look other people are saying this and that's where I think community builds me up yeah so it's yeah I the imposter syndrome is interesting because do you know to be honest up until I started stand-up comedy I've never really had imposter syndrome everything else in my life I felt really at home with like literally every area and that's the other thing about me being in comedy it's it's helped me sort of discover a part of myself. It's mm. really been, it's more than just comedy. It's helped me yeah. be more me somehow. I don't, that sounds yeah. really weird because it's given me a complex that I didn't have. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but in some ways that shows me I'm really out of my comfort zone, yeah. but I like that. Mm. I, I can't say, I can't really describe it, but I feel like I'm pushing something that I need to be out of my comfort zone. It's good to... Because we all have that, don't we? We have these things that we're really scared of. And don't get me wrong, like there's things I'm scared of. But I was saying to someone, because some of the people will come up to me and say, oh, it's really brave you do that. It didn't feel like that to you. You just, yeah. Well, because you know the people that jump out of planes with parachutes? Yeah. That I could never do. But they probably don't think it's very brave because they they do it all the time. They do it all the time and they do bungee jumping as well. I'm like, that to me is brave. Like, I couldn't do that. Um, So, but there is something about, for me... I won't stop because I'm scared of doing it. Like it, just, I can't. Like, it becomes a motivator me. sometimes, yeah, isn't it? Like yeah. sometimes, and I think that's true. I think for some people that's really hard, but some people it motivates them. And yeah. I think both of them are, are really valuable. Yes, and yeah. I think as in the big part of our creativity is often that bravery is like it's one of the words that we use in the creative sector a lot. Is just yeah. to be brave yeah. in our creativity, yeah. and and one of the ways that can look like is you know is can be sharing our work or like you like you know for you stepping on stage and and delivering some comedy isn't necessarily scary um but there'll be definitely be other parts of the process or the industry that you find a bit scary yes um and i think is yeah i think that's a really good point like bravery is something that's really important part of our creativity and if because you're just because you're scared of doing something doesn't mean it's not for you that's uh that's it and and for me there is something okay so maybe i won't be able to jump out of a plane but that you know you get your own sense of conviction and there's a kind of a right and a wrong about if I gave up because I got scared I know that would be the wrong thing for me to do the right thing for me to do is I just have this sense of just keep going just keep going persevere something is driving me in that direction and 
and so yeah that's the th- and I think that is a lot of being creative just the keeping going with something and somehow you arrive somewhere and then you can look back and be like oh this is what yeah. you have to just journey. persevere it's like you've yeah. got to be- that's the thing like with all these things you've got to put in the hours yeah. and then one yeah. day like you look back like oh wow look how many yes. yeah. hours I've put into that how many how many yeah. jigs I've done and suddenly it starts to become become something isn't it and yeah. I think that's really cool yeah and so it's like yeah I think in terms of creativity and like for you it's like starting it going through that honeymoon period and then putting in the hard yes, hours yeah. you know persevering pushing through and then now you get to a point where you can look back and like oh yeah i am a comic oh yeah i can do that yes, and i think what's, yeah. what i love about this is that um it's not like as you say it's like currently you're not being paid to do or something's not freshly and yet you also would say to people i'm a comic and like mm. it becomes part of your identity and you're very confident and happy like sharing that and i think that's really cool because i think often actually there's a lot of things that we do um that we don't really share because we don't feel like that's part of our identity or, or something yeah. we kind of push it aside or yeah. when we have conversations with people we might not put that front and center mm-hmm. and I think it's really important to value that often just because we're not necessarily being paid to do something or doing something professionally yes, doesn't yeah. mean that it's not a valuable part of our identity and a valuable part of it. and our creativity isn't valued any less just because it's you know I think it's creativity the creative industry is often very like you know there'll be people who are professional but often so much of it isn't professional and also the creativity that we do just for fun or just as a hobby you know is really valuable and important and i think like we should be really confident in saying oh yeah i am an artist even if you just do painting for yes, fun like on the yeah, weekends or something yeah. like that is still a word you can use to describe yourself because yes. what you're doing and i think when we talk about like a kingdom culture and how god what yeah, god's vision yeah. for a culture is um like in a kingdom culture all creativity is valuable on an equal level just because it's a creative act and god calls us to be creative yes, and yeah. i think that is something that you embody really practically it's like saying i'm a comic and you do this comedy and you put so much hours into it and you like make it a big part of your life and i think that is really true because it's to you i'm sure you would value that as a big part of your life and value that as much as your work and 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 other like family relationships it you know you value it a lot and you put a lot of time into it and i think you wouldn't i don't know you might disagree but i think you'd probably say that you don't um be like oh this this is more important than my comedy but like your comedy is quite an important part of yes yeah and it's so interesting thinking about like culture and making culture because i think there is that thing of when you're a christian and you're making things you're shaping culture yeah. and that is so important there's something about particularly i guess with performing arts and having a voice yeah. amongst other voices and people see that that voice is distinct there's yeah. something different that we're bringing and um i think it's really important to change atmospheres and create atmospheres with what we're making and speaking so so that um you can do that at any level yeah. you can do that in any arena so that that again i think it's quite separate from the issue about being paid or yeah. you know monetizing yeah. the activity yeah. yeah and i think that's the thing like in in a kingdom culture in god's kingdom like we have a different currency yes. our currency yeah. isn't economic value um as often secular culture in the world like you know puts upon our like mm. creative work and stuff but we have a different kind of currency and can be slightly different things but on the whole it's like mm. is this something that's honoring god is this speaking god's truth into the world is this um you know growing god's kingdom is this something that god's looking at and saying that's yeah. great that's good i love that and i think yeah. um that's that's the great thing about you know having the faith that's fuels your creativity and mm. it's part of your creativity is actually gives you a different perspective it allows you to do things like your comedy where you're not necessarily where you actually are being hugely successful in it because you have a different currency of success and the thing with you know going back to the honeymoon period that you still get sort of honeymoon period moments like there are still some nights i'm just like oh, i really love this i really love this so even as hard as things are you still get enough 
hope and joy to keep going so I think it ends up being can sort of be I think it's a bit of a rough it's like a rocky road isn't it but there's also like good bits and like glimmers that are really fun and positive that keep you going but um I think being a creative is hard (laughs) I think it's it's hard and I know people can see like the output and the the good thing but it's also you know being realistic about what the process is like you were saying about like the comics who are on tv like the new the new comics they've been doing it for 10 years and like people think oh yeah they've just kind of started out wow look at them they're doing such good actually you from the industry look at like they've been doing that for 10 plus years and it's like yeah I think a lot of people don't see a lot of that behind the scenes stuff Um, and and so for you in your comedy what has been like your biggest challenge so far biggest challenge it's hard to say just one but I I think about what's happening now the writing keeping going with the writing so always having to be making always having to write always having to refine feeling just feeling really dry with it so sometimes as a comic you get sick, sick of your material but you've got to keep refining different bits different lines um it's you know it's actually really hard to be funny (laughs) in a scripted way that is a challenge so the writing I think on an ongoing way um it's also it is hard to be hopeful sometimes Mm. I'll do lots and lots of open mic nights um open mic nights are kind of like a wild west of yeah. anyone just taking a microphone and saying what they think and feel and those nights can feel quite you know you're often in a dingy basement you have to sit through three hours of something and you think oh my goodness how many more years have I got to do this for that can be a challenge sort of keeping hopeful um what I would say around those challenges that's when they feel the worst but at their kind of the flip side of it is sometimes sometimes writing can surprise you sometimes yeah. I'll be walking around and something will pop into my head and I'll be like oh I've got it I can add this to that and then other times uh, when I'm talking about the open mic nights I, c- I can speak to people now because I know people I can say to people oh, I think this we could change I think this we could do differently or has anyone thought about talking to this person about their material because I just don't think they realise the effect it's having on the audience and uh <sighs> And yeah, I, I do feel kind of listened to. So so yeah, just to say those challenges have got kind of things alongside them. Um, the biggest challenge. I mean, they sound like they're pretty challenges. Yeah. They are big challenges, really aren't big they? Challenges. Yeah. And practically also the challenge of it, it's late. I'm, I'm out late all the time, trying to get enough sleep, trying to be rested to do my paid work, trying, trying to fit like a regular life in, yeah. seeing friends, family, having time for church and community. I feel sometimes a bit too full. I think this year I'm doing a much better job of balancing everything, but I'm always aware that I'm juggling. That is a ch- just the practical logistics of life. Sometimes feel like more of a struggle than at other times. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, lots, lots so there's, of there's lots of challenges, isn't there? But like yeah. equally, there's yeah. I think sometimes the challenges are what make it worthwhile it's like once you break through and you pursue yeah, challenges yeah. and stuff I think yeah it's a good way of filtering things that you're really willing to commit to is it's like are you willing to face those challenges and overcome those challenges um yeah. and if so then it's like if you're feeling like you're, you're eager to do that and you want to do that it's often like yeah this is a good journey you're on the right path in a way which I think is a good way to think about challenges yeah. it's like if the challenges are coming and there's stuff that even though they're a big challenge, you're willing to push through and willing mm. to try and overcome. It means that you're probably on the right journey, um, and they're not necessarily obstacles, but they're, I don't know, they're 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 things to push you towards growth and to yes. to, to get you better at what you're doing. Yeah. 
cool yeah so uh, yeah. that was that was great that's 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 rosemary who's going to be hosting uh the podcast so yeah that's uh what rosemary does uh rosemary the comic as we as we like to call her <laughs> Um, yeah so cool Um, Cool. yeah I think that's a good wrap up for the first episode really 